0: Well, Donald Trump is making serious headway with the block of the GOP that's among the most skeptical of his 2024 bid, and that's Republican senators. The latest from Burgess Everett, Congressional Bureau Chief at Politico. Burgess, what's happening on the Hill?
1: Pretty big consolidation behind former President Donald Trump. And as you just noted, not a single primary or caucus voter has cast a vote yet. Uh, As we're speaking, uh, Tom, Tom Cotton of Arkansas became the 19th Republican senator to back former President Donald Trump. And perhaps that's not surprising to some people because of Trump's large lead in the polls, the fact that he was the nominee twice in a row. But in the Senate, a lot of these Republicans were ready to move on two and a half-ish years ago after January 6th, I think. Even a year ago, there was a hunger to see if a candidate like Ron DeSantis or somebody else could step up and really give Trump a fight for the nomination, and had that happened, you might see a lot more neutral senators or perhaps several endorsing somebody other than Trump but at this moment, uh, nobody else has any Senate endorsements after Tim Scott, uh, the senator from South Carolina, and governor of North Dakota, Doug Burgum, both dropped out. Uh, and there's scant endorsements for Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis in the House, too. So uh, former President Donald Trump has a huge lock on support on Capitol Hill, which is very important to him, even though if it doesn't always move voters. Uh, the endorsements are a huge priority to show that he can consolidate the Republican Party in a way that he struggled to do in 2016.
0: Who else is recently on board?
1: Yeah, you've got um, Josh Hawley, who is one of the people who led the election objections in 2020 to Joe Biden's win. Uh, and then you have some people like Roger Wicker of Mississippi, who is an ally of Mitch McConnell and Katie Britt of Alabama, who's a new senator, kind of a fresh face for the Republican Party. So it's, it's a real mix. And then you throw Tom Cotton in there, and that's somebody who may have uh, national aspirations for himself in future years. He's still pretty young. Mm. Uh, so you're, you're really seeing this this happen very quickly. And I think with Iowa coming out, you could see it accelerate even further if, if Trump can uh,
0: capitalize on his polling wins and win that first contest we're speaking with burgess everett congressional bureau chief at politico his piece is called the gop's most trump skeptical block starts falling in line That's a reference to republican senators so you mentioned roger wicker of mississippi the senator there who is endorsing president trump and is a mitch mcconnell ally yet uh trump and the senate minority leader uh don't exactly swap holiday greetings so what so how does that all factor in
1: yeah i mean honestly that's probably like the biggest elephant in the room for the republican party if things go as they appear they're going to go with trump winning another nomination um he has no relationship with mitch mcconnell at this point uh they basically stopped talking in december 2020 mitch mcconnell gave a savage speech after january 6th although you have to have a put a big put a big asterisk over it because mitch mcconnell voted to acquit trump uh, at his impeachment trial, which is why Trump is able to run for office today because he was not convicted in that trial. So, look, I don't know if Mitch McConnell will even serve uh, as leader for another term, particularly if Donald Trump wins the presidency. Um, so that's all up in the air, and we we know how Donald Trump feels about Mitch McConnell too. He, he wants a new leader. He encouraged Rick Scott, a senator from Florida, to challenge Mitch McConnell last year. So I really think this is a huge point of tension in the party, uh, but. The, the key here is is Mr. McConnell said he will endorse the Republican nominee. So if Trump wins the nomination, I think you could expect McConnell at least to give a sort of a pro forma endorsement.
0: Why does Senate support matter if it does?
1: Look, I think I think it matters more for the internal machinations of the Republican Party than it does for voters. Okay. Uh, you know, Trump, it matters to Trump. He, he's calling these guys up. He's asking for their support. Um, if you support him early, he may uh, support your preferred candidates later. I think a good example is J.D. Vance, who Trump supported in 2022 in the Senate race. J.D. Vance is supporting Bernie Marino uh, for Senate. He also was one of the first senators to endorse Trump's third bid. So guess who's endorsing Bernie Moreno as well? Donald yeah. Trump. There, there's a definite um, give and take to the way these endorsements work. Do they influence voters? I'm not so sure, but Trump puts out these big list of endorsements, they really matter to him, uh, and he dispenses them like political capital. Yeah. So so to him they are very important.
0: Somebody in your story said something along the lines of uh, yes, Trump has a dozen and a half endorsements from Republican senators, but that's only a dozen and a half.
1: Yeah, and it's less than half the conference, and it's going to be, I think January is going to tell us a lot. Uh, if Trump wins Iowa and New Hampshire, do 20 more Republican senators endorse him. I think that's, you know, possible. Like, I think he could lock up the vast majority of the conference in the next month. But I think enough people are sort of uh, uh, undecided or staying neutral to give an opportunity to see, oh, does Nikki Haley win in New Hampshire? Well, then maybe I could try to affect the South Carolina primary.
0: Thanks, Burgess. Burgess Everett, Congressional Bureau Chief at Politico.